Hello, everyone. Hi, I apologize. I know it's been a while since um, I last recorded, which was episode five. Um, and I really apologize for taking so long. I've just been so busy and crazy with work and my sports. But I'm happy to be back. And I hope you will enjoy this episode and continue to listen to me because I have a lot more to say. So here it goes. Episode six. The last time um, I ended, uh, which is uh, episode five, I ended by sharing the full extent of my, how I shared the full extent of my assault with my therapist and how the follow-up sessions started to change. Yes, our focus was a little bit of therapy in the follow-up sessions and a lot of random talk and laughing about it, whatever we chose to talk about. We were having fun. We just talked about things that actually just go go on in everyday life in both of our lives. I remember one day I was wearing a shirt with a graphic writing that said, everything hurts. My therapist and I went off on this tangent about that shirt, mainly laughing and joking because I said to him, everything hurts when you start seeing your therapist, but, but eventually it will get better. Even though we were joking about that, I truly in my head was had some thoughts on that because I thought I felt like I was going through a lot of pain as I was going through the therapy. But I also felt like um, things would eventually change and that everything would get better. Maybe <laughs> I was hoping so. <laughs> he said his sessions are like starting out in the mil- military basic training and eventually the training gets easier. We were still doing weekly assignments, um, but once uh, around April, the end of April, these weekly assignments changed and mostly ceased. I used to have a therapeutic assignment to complete every week. And I'm talking about in December of 2000 or November of 2017. I mean, I had a weekly assignment every week. But the last week of April, uh, you know, that was the beginning of when I wasn't receiving any assignment. And I remember asking, why did not I, why did I not have any assignments? And he said, it's like graduating from school all over again. I was now a graduate of therapy. But even though I was a graduate of therapy, I was still having weekly sessions. We talked about sports refereeing my friends his sons and his daughter hiking hunting sex we talked about everything we talked about my who i considered my stepchildren my two boys um we talked about my family like i said we talked about everything and whatever i often wondered if someone could hear us in there talking what in the world would they think about our sessions especially since we were mostly laughing because we were busy talking about fun things and just laughing at the outcome of some of those things. I left every session with a big smile on my face and with more confirmation that we were in an emotional relationship because we had a strong emotional connection. And I would think about the sessions and him until we met again. My scheduled sessions were coming to an end now, 
And I brought this to his attention. And he said, I'm sure we can do monthly appointments for a while. But when his assistant called me a few days later, she said he wanted her to set me up with 12 bi-weekly appointments. I remember calling one of my closest friends and telling her, I think he likes me, or at least he likes me being in the room with him. He has just scheduled me for 12 additional appointments. I don't think I need them, but I enjoyed, or I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed laughing and playing with him and he must, I felt like he must need me. This also was another indication to me that he felt something because how did we go from monthly to bi-weekly? And not just that, 12, 12 sessions. I was excited. Boy, did that make me happy that he initiated that. I didn't. So again, that warmed my heart even more to him. In the following sessions, um, in the follow-up sessions, we spent a lot of time talking about men hitting on me and my thoughts about intimacy, kissing, touching, and sex. He told me once, I can understand why you have so many guys trying to date you. You are beautiful. You like cars. You are in great shape. You're nice. You're smart. You're successful. That's what men are attracted to. So I really understand. On one occasion, as I left therapy, one of the front desk guys asked me for my number. And I remember sending my therapist this message. No need to send out a mass message to the front desk folks that I'm all fixed. One in particular must know I'm good to go. As I stopped to tell everyone goodbye for now, my newfound friend got up to walk me downstairs and asked me for my phone number and gave me a hug. Anyhow, lucky for him, he is extremely unattractive, no muscles, and I think I saw a belly. I'm thinking he puts the you in front of ugly. Laugh out loud. I'm joking, as he is a very nice guy, and I'm not, not that vain. I just figured I would give you one more laugh for the day. And he replied with, laugh out loud. Thanks for that. Just remember, though, all the unattractive fat men in the world need love, too. Ha, ha, ha. Why did I send him that message? I can tell you why. I know exactly why. I wanted to make him jealous. I wanted him to know that there was someone else out there interested in me, but someone that was almost right under his nose. <laughs> I That wasn't the only time. I mean, I, I shared a lot with him about different guys hitting on me or me going out with date on dates with other men. Um, and yes, I did share some of it so that we could discuss it in a therapeutic environment and apply therapeutic knowledge to it. But I know for a fact that I shared that information mainly in hopes of making him jealous or making him more attracted to me. Probably a bad way of thinking, but it's the truth. So just trying to be honest. And as we go into future podcasts, I think I shared many things with him to make him jealous, but more than that, to make him more intrigued and interested in me. The bi-weekly sessions were going great, and we were communicating via email or text outside of session as well. 
I would initiate with something we talked about and he would respond and elaborate on whatever it was. We shared more personal stories. He talked often about his kids, but only mentioned his wife his only mentioned his wife once. I don't really remember what she he said about her, but he did bring her up once. I talked a lot about my ex-fiance two boys who like I said earlier I considered my own children. We were getting to know each other on another level. And every once in a while, we would talk about something related to my trauma therapy. I'm sure for him, it was to make sure he was doing part of his job, but I don't know. And when I say we would talk about something that's related to my trauma therapy, I'm talking maybe five minutes, five, yeah, maybe five to 10 minutes that we would dedicate to that. But the rest of the time, we were talking about ourselves. The sessions um, were going very quickly and my heart was falling for him fast. I was so happy and I couldn't wait to share my weekly endeavors with him. Now it's about the beginning of July and I remember going into session, excited to tell my therapist about a new book I was reading, which was titled Fuck Everybody. I don't normally say that word, but that truly is the name of the book. So it was even funny when I told him about the book because I wanted to spell it out to him because I just don't like saying the word. Um, and he was looking at me like I was crazy. So I just I, I just went ahead and I spoke it. So and we laughed about it. I'm talking about we laughed about this book. We literally spent the entire session talking about the book and how this author was advising women to not care and to focus on their own life happiness. The book was great and the time in therapy spent talking about it was better. I don't know how this came up, but before I left the session and out of the blue, my therapist asked if I masturbate. Boy, did that catch me off guard. I started choking and laughing and blushing all at the same time. I literally had to get up and go over to the sink and wash my face and uh, just throw some water on my face rather and um, grab a tissue because I was literally like in shock but more than anything I was embarrassed. I said to him I can't answer that right now because I'm embarrassed and he said okay I understand and we just moved on to another topic. I couldn't discuss it sitting in front of him so, like always, there were many times when he and I were talking about things that I didn't feel comfortable to discuss right there directly in front of him. And I would go back to my office and I would send him an email. But then in the next session, we would discuss it. So that's what I did with this topic. I went back to my office and I sent him an email just telling him how I felt about um, masturbation. Um, my response was probably a bit weird and maybe even funny to him, but I was okay with sending it. So I did. I remember him writing me back and saying, in all seriousness, thanks for sharing what you wrote. I know it takes courage for you to say that. And I really respect that. I like how you roll with it and write to me what you're not comfortable to say. That works because then you're not avoiding, but still doing it in a way that makes you feel more safe. Good job. 
Also, I truly respect the emotional space you're in and appreciate how you respect it. That it is okay to not go there right now. Really important to listen to the body. Challenge it, but also respect it. Don't want to go too much too fast because then you are open to taking on too much all at once. Once again, you get a thumbs up from me. I actually still have that email. So I'm reading from that email that he sent me. So I that's what he said. I replied back to him that he should consider writing a book on how EMDR and CPT complement each other. But I should get credit because it was my idea. And he replied to me, EMDR and CPT complement each other slash research, my name being published in journals. You already have fancy exciting jobs and cars. I'm going to keep this one. Us social workers don't have much to brag about in life. So I'm taking this laugh out loud. And I said, okay, okay, you can have the idea. And he said, laugh out loud. Nice. I like that. Okay. Agreed. Perhaps ultimately we can team up and write a book and call it fuck everyone. We were very cool with each other. But more than that, I liked him and I know he liked me. And just that conversation about masturbation, the fuck everybody um, book. Weird, but it brought us closer. Um, definitely brought us to a comfort level of sharing some things or saying things that probably not appropriate in a therapeutic environment. But this was the beginning of when things really started to change. I mean, it, it was over a period of time, but my feelings were getting stronger and stronger for him. And I know his were getting stronger and stronger for me. It was no longer just about therapy. It was just us. It was just us being ourselves. And I think we both just felt very comfortable. And that's why we started talking about things that we probably shouldn't have been talking about. So. I can tell you right now, it made me fall harder for him. That's it for episode six. So I appreciate you guys listening. I'm going to work really hard to not allow that much time to go in between the next sessions um, because the next episodes, because I know I want my listeners to have something to continue to listen to and to understand where I'm going with this. So, um, you know, transference and the denial of countertransference and how it affected me is big for me. And that's why I'm sharing this story. And I need to continue working on it because it's therapeutic for me. Because right now, I'm not in therapy. And it's very hard. It is very difficult to not be in therapy. There are days where... I don't get any sleep or my thoughts are consumed with just thinking about him and thinking about how we got to where we are today and what part of this was mostly my fault and what part of this was mostly his fault. Just trying to figure it all out. But writing this stuff down and sharing it with you is helping me. So again, I appreciate you and Please continue listening and I will get this next episode up as soon as possible. Thank you.